Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. First official live stream of the year, 2024, Jeremiah Stringer. How are you, buddy? Hey, dude. I'm doing great. I got on my new black diamond jacket. Did you notice? I, I noticed now. <laughs> I just thought you were cold because you're always cold. Well, I'm going to be honest, man. My little YouTube studio up here. I come up here and I click the, the air conditioned unit on the wall and it said it's 65 degrees in here. So I said, you know what? I'll throw on my little jacket. We'll take it off when I get... Uh, Want to get too hot? That's not a bad call, man. It's not a bad call. I'm in my garage, as always, and I've got a little space heater under my under my desk. Warming the toesies so, up? Oh, it's my toes are nice and warm. Actually, been, my belly's nice and warm. <laughs> I've been looking at the Speaking chat. Speaking of my belly, you know, I was telling you how I'd lost, <laughs> I've lost weight since October, right? Yeah, yeah. So, lost about 52 pounds since October. Oh. My wife has lost 48 pounds. Oh, dude. 48 pounds dude and if anybody knows anything about weight loss women don't lose weight as quickly as guys do no it's it's really hard she's killing it man she's absolutely killing it man i, I was looking through the chat we've got jeff peters in the house stone aped adventures is all things outdoors oh, did you want to see something great check this out i really like john's forward shirt in his merch store Oh, look at the plug for the merch. I like it. I like it. Well, you know, I actually have merch. so <laughs> That's true. Backpacking I mean, there's that Chris. fact, Jeremiah, that <laughs> all of your fans are begging for merch, Jeremiah. Begging yep. for it. Keep begging. We'll get there eventually. Backpacking Chris says Jeremiah's got Black Diamond merch. They So, dude, you know, I have them as an affiliate, and I emailed them. I was like, I don't have anything to rep Black Diamond. They said, let's send you this hoodie. This is... <laughs> It's called like the men's first light hybrid hoodie. And I was like, okay, they need to work on the name here. I don't know who they got in the marketing <laughs> department, but we don't, we don't need 25 syllables for the name. Oh, I know. Like it, it's, it's so funny. They'll, they'll put out these names. It's, I, I think, I think some of the companies do a good job. You got the helium jacket. That's, that's, that's great. That's helium makes sense. It's lightweight, right? Mm -hmm. That's a good one. You know, the, the, the ghost whisperer. That's just a cool name for a jacket. Yeah, it really. What did Black Diamond call that one? <laughs> the men's first light hybrid hoodie, or something, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. I don't know. It's like a half puffy jacket, and the other half is like stretchy. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant. So tonight, man, we got a first time guest. Oh yes, I've been looking forward to this. I got a lot of questions. Yeah, she has never graced this podcast before, which is kind of a shame when you think about it with all the stuff that she does, especially for the Appalachian through our Appalachian trail through hiking community. Uh, we're going to talk about that in just a second, but she has done so much for other people that are getting ready to hike these trails. They have YouTube channels. Mm -hmm. So we got to get her on here, man. We got to yes. get her on here. We got to let people meet miss Tara. So let's bring her on. How are we doing Tara? Hey, I'm good. How are y'all? Doing good. Now, Fantastic. I got a question for you. We have to ask this anytime somebody has a trail name. Your trail name is Candy Mama. Yeah. Got to know what that's all about. <laughs> yeah. So, well, you know, at the beginning when you're through hiking, it's kind of, it's kind of like everyone's just trying to like almost like scramble to find a trail name. Um, and I feel like mine's kind of perfect it's it's stuck with me and it's you know people scramble to find these trail names and by the end of the through hike it's not really applicable anymore but for me it's like stuck and i did get in the beginning but i just like candy 
I love candy a lot. Um, my favorite on the Appalachian Trail was uh, Airheads. They were those little mini Airheads. You get the big bag of them. Yeah. And I also mommed everyone. I was constantly <laughs> afraid everyone had Lyme disease or they weren't drinking enough or they weren't eating enough. I mommed everyone. So it's not like it sounds like people when I tell people at like a at a shelter or something like ooh candy mama like it's sexy or something I'm like no it's just like <laughs> I like candy and I am annoying <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you the last thing I thought was when you said candy mama I was thinking sexy that was I, yeah. you'll take that I'll take it the wrong way but I I don't know that just wasn't what I was going for but that oh, I yeah. love it that's awesome that's i figured awesome. uh she was passing out candy on trail i mean i know that would be oh, quite no. the weight to bear but i worked no, at it's the, all for me <laughs> i worked at walmart for a few years in college and we had this lady in garden center and customers would go out of their way just to go through her line because she had a big bag of candy i just envisioned you out on the trail <laughs> that's, that's awesome one would think that no <laughs> it's all for me so you think uh you think that people kind of rush on so just for a little background, you did the Appalachian Trail, and we're going to talk more about it here in just a minute. But you think that when people are on that trail, it's just part of the culture that they kind of they try to rush into it and just grab it by the horns, and they're looking for the trail name just out of the oh, get go. Oh yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I I tried it through like in 2017 and in 2019, and just from my personal experience, I found that you know with the people I was with, people just kind of like rush to find that trail name they're just so excited to get into the culture of through hiking and that's just such a big part of it is getting your trail name so i think people are just really excited in the beginning to find that that trail name that's awesome Makes well sure. yeah. jeff peters just said uh, tara's handing out candy to strange <laughs> <laughs> not hardly <laughs> okay so tara since you're new to the show and you've never been on here before. We have a little bit that we used to do that we haven't done in a while. And so I've decided we need to bring it back. It's a little show we like to call Rapid Fire. <laughs> so it's real simple. We're going to kick Jeremiah out of the room for a couple minutes. We're going to ask you some questions about the Appalachian Trail, specifically some little known facts about it. Hopefully you're, you're able to beat Jeremiah because we just don't like it when <laughs> Jeremiah wins around here. Um, <laughs> We're kind of bitter at the fact he doesn't have any merch. There's so many people that want to rep <laughs> Jeremiah, and he doesn't let them do that. So we prefer that Jeremiah loses when we do the rapid fire. So okay. um, with that said, Jeremiah, you got to take those headphones off. You got to turn down your volume. And uh, Tara, it's going to be you and I asking a few questions in okay. just a minute here. Okay. And these are all Appalachian Trail facts. Okay. So the very first one I want to ask you is, how long is the Appalachian Trail? Oh gosh. I always say 2200 miles, but I would say two right now I think it's like 200 uh 195 miles. 2195, is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to write you see I'm going to write these answers down cuz we're real high tech around here. Okay. I, I think they extended it or lessened it by a mile this year. I'm not I don't remember which way it went. Okay. Well, your next question is how many years did it take to make the Appalachian Trail a reality from proposal to people actually hiking on the trail? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, man. Yeah. So I think it was, I think they started in the thirties. Uh, and I think it was really quick because grandma Gatewood got on there and was it the sixties? Maybe I would say, 30 years 30 years <laughs> yeah okay next question there are about three thousand through hikers that attempt the at each year mm -hmm. how many people segment hike it each year oh gosh i thought you were going to ask how many people are on it every year and i two million is the answer for every single person that steps foot on the trail that works but oh okay great yeah that two works. million so i'll put two million yeah okay they just step foot though. It's like either day yeah, hike or just like people just hiking it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what is the most photographed spot on the Appalachian trail? McAfee's knob. Okay. Yeah. I say that. Now here's a bonus question for that. How tall or how high is McAfee knob? Oh, dang. I don't know. Oh gosh. Uh, I would say 
4,000 feet. 4,000. I, no I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> now, this last question, because there's four questions, there's potential that each of you could get two and be tied. Okay. So we're adding a fifth one. And the fifth question is, how many rare and endangered species of wildlife and plant life are found on the AT? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I told you I was oh, going to try and stump you on this a little bit. These are such hard questions. Um, oh, uh, how many endangered and? Endangered species of wildlife and plant life are found on the AT. It's rare and endangered, I should say. Okay, rare and endangered. That is a select amount. Um, oh gosh, five, five. You say five? Yeah, I have All no right. idea. So here's what we're gonna do. Oh, we're gonna bring God. Jeremiah back in. He's gonna murder me. We're gonna let you out of the out of the room, but you get to listen to Jeremiah answer. Okay. <laughs> he didn't get to listen to you, but but you get to listen to him. So uh, so Jeremiah, you got your headphones back on. Are you ready to go? Am I able to hear again? You can listen again. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm re I almost okay. freaked out there for a minute. I muted my uh, <laughs> listening ability and talking ability, and I was like, oh, wait a second. We're doing a podcast. Am I not recording any of this? <laughs> and I, oh, yeah, the soundboard. It's still it's still getting everything. We're good. <laughs> good deal. Good deal. Well, hey, listen, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick Tara out for just a second. All right. So if you need to take a potty break or something, you know, just feel good. It might take Jeremiah a while. So, um. Let's go ahead, Jeremiah, and I'm going to ask you the same questions that I just asked Tara. Are okay. you ready? She, I saw her reaction. She looked like deer in the headlights there a couple of times, so I'm hoping well, that I'm going to— I gonna... didn't go easy on them. These are hard questions. I've seen you writing. Were you writing answers down? I'm writing your answers down. Okay, so this is— who gets the closest to the legit. right answers here. All right, So the very it. first question, how long is the AT? 2,286 miles. 2,286 miles, huh? Uh-huh. Okay. Say it with your chest. Gotta <laughs> be confident. Question number two. How many years did it take to make the Appalachian Trail a reality? From proposal to people hiking on it. 43 years. 43 years. Mm-hmm. All right. Question number three. Jeremiah, there are about 3,000 thru-hikers that attempt the AT each year. Mm -hmm. How many people hike segments or just how many people just hike the trails? The total the number here, total number of people that hike the Appalachian trail at any point. Yeah. I think that that's going to be around, uh, 24,872. 24,872. Yeah. All right. Next question. What is the most photographed spot? on the Appalachian Trail. McAfee Knob. McAfee Knob. Okay. How tall is McAfee Knob? Uh, it's a, like altitude wise? Yeah, feet. <laughs> how many, how high is it? Um, it's approximately 2,873 feet high. 73, what is that in meters? Oh, I'm not good at conversions, man. We're, we're filming this in the States. If, if I was back over okay. in Spain, maybe. And now's the tiebreaker question, just in case we need it. All right. And that is, how many rare and endangered species of wildlife and plant life are found on the AT? Oh, man. That's a great question. 27. 27. <laughs> uh, by your, right. You've laughed at two answers, by the way. And something, something tells me my numbers are way off by your reactions. <laughs> yeah, they, they probably are. Okay. So I'm going to bring Tara back in here. We're going to find out who won this thing. So, Tara, you were even giggling a little bit at some of these, I could tell. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I heard it. So, let's, let's start with our first question. Our first question was, how long is the Appalachian Trail? And the correct answer for 2024, the answer is 2,197.4 miles. Wait, what did you say? What was that? 200, wait, what? 2,197.4. Oh, I was... Oh, so, Tara guessed 2,195. Jeremiah guessed 2,086. No, uh I said 2,286. Yes. Sorry, 2,286, which still means that Jeremiah loses and Tara was close. Pretty so close. Tara, you get the star on that one. Only off by like two miles. That's pretty impressive. So That's all I'm close. saying. Okay, so the next question was kind of got both of you off guard. 
How many years did it take to make the Appalachian Trail a reality? Uh, it was. It took 16 years from oh. proposal to the original trail. The Appalachian Trail was first proposed back in 1921. It was the idea of Benton Mackay, and the trail was finally completed in 1937. Hmm. Tara, you guessed 30. Jeremiah, you guessed 43. Tara, you get the star again. Oh, man. Yes. Jeremiah, you're getting beat up here, man. Well, I almost guessed 17, and then I was like, ah, <laughs> I'll go with the high. Yep. <laughs> I'll tell you, man, you know, when you look back, it's always 2020, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> always right. is. Always is. All right, next next question. Yeah. We said there's about 3,000 through hikers that attempt the AT each year. Well, how many people just hike the AT each year? Jeremiah, you said 24,872. That's right. It's so specific. <laughs> and Tara, you said 2 million. I don't know how to tell you this, but you both lowballed it. It's actually 3 million people oh, wow. hike on the AT each year. But Tara, again, you get the star oh. because Jeremiah is so far off. Price is rotted me. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, man. I'm just That's a saying. lot of people. I did this. I did this video last year about like the impact that people have on the AT. Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't remember because I, I put that in the video and i couldn't remember if it was two million or three million i guess it's three million it's that's three still, million it's so many that's crazy isn't it yeah okay so next question what is the most photographed spot on the at you both said mcafee knob everybody knows that one i thought i had yeah. to throw i had to throw a big like softball out there for you to hit a home run with both of you got that one now i said how high is mcafee knob tara you said four thousand feet Jeremiah, you said 2873. The actual height is 3197. Jeremiah, you got one. Wow. Thank you, sir. Jeremiah got one. We're so happy for you, Jeremiah. (laughs) All right. I'm going to go ahead and do the tiebreaker just to make Jeremiah feel better about himself. But uh, how many rare and endangered species of wildlife and plant life are found on the AT? Tara, you said five. Jeremiah, you said 27. The actual answer is roughly about 2,000. Good Lord. I would have never guessed that. That's so much. So, Jeremiah, you got two. (laughs) Tara, you got three. So, therefore, our winner for this challenge is... Tara, you win it all. You win it all, and you got bragging rights for the rest of your life. You're smarter than Jeremiah Stringer, who was a math. Oh, teacher. good. Oh, yay. <laughs> if I had a boo button, I'm going to have to put a boo button on the soundboard. <laughs> for occasions like, I only get to use it on rapid fire. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, Tara, what got you on the Appalachian Trail? I mean, this it's a love affair for you with this trail. So tell us how it all started. Yeah, I, um, it's just... I was watching, I remember I was in my dorm room. I, I think I was a freshman in college and I was just stone, stumbled upon the National Geographic documentary about the trail, the Appalachian Trail. And it was just like love. I was like, I'm about challenges. Like I'm always challenging myself. And like after college, I was like, this is the thing I'm going to do. I I want to challenge myself. I want to through hike the entire Appalachian Trail. And and that was, that was it. That was my entire college career was just getting ready for that and i thought like after through hiking i would find a career and whatnot but it hasn't quite gone that way i've it's stuck around for so long <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome if you can keep doing now, that as a career i would i would keep uh, it up yeah i love it i love the trail so much <laughs> now what trails have you hiked out at this point i mean you've through hiked the at what other trails have you done yeah, so I've done, uh, my goal is to do a trail every year, an established long distance, long trail. Um, so I've done the Appalachian Trail and I've done the John Muir Trail. Um, I've done Bet McKay, Colorado Trail. And is that it? Uh, wait, oh, Mounds of Sea Trail in North Carolina. Okay. Well. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I've done FKTs for a majority of them. So fastest known time, supported fastest known time. So Colorado Trail, Mounds of Sea Trail, and Bet McKay. Um, I've done as FKTs. And then I've through hiked like traditional backpacking, the John Muir Trail and the Appalachian Trail. So did you get the FKT then for those three? 
Yes. Yeah. Wow. So you're yeah. royalty. Yeah. Well, no, I don't know. I just oh, like, yeah. So I just like okay. to do it fast. I just like to do it fast. And it's, it's my chosen, I love doing it quickly and I like backpacking it too. Um, I just, sometimes I enjoy the, the fastness doing it quick, quicker than most. Oh, I can understand that. So can you explain for people? Cause I have a lot of people that will say things like, uh, why don't they take the time to smell the roses and look at the scenes and, and all this kind of stuff. But I mean, I've talked to Jeff Garmeyer. You're mm -hmm. on here right oh, now. Yeah, Jeff, can, love Jeff. Oh, it's fantastic. Can you tell people like, explain why it's so much fun for you to do that? Uh, yeah. Um, I wrote like something about this uh, and took a blurb from Scott Jurek's book when he was trying to go for the Appalachian Trail FKT. And I wrote a little thing about it. Um, but it's it's such like a intense, it's not argument, it's just an intense debate. Uh, something I don't understand is because the same people who are saying like, smell the roses, stop and smell the roses, the trail isn't meant for competition or isn't meant for that. Um, those same people are also the ones saying like, hike your own hike. Majority of them are saying hike your own hike. And I think it's kind of funny that <laughs> they're saying that, but the way that they want to hike it is by going fat or by going slower, smelling the roses. Um, and that's kind of like the, I guess the traditional way to do it. And the reason I enjoy it, I, I don't think any way is correct. I think I've done them both. I've done, you know, a slow through hike where I've smelled the roses and I've enjoyed the experience, the community, and I've done it really fast. And both of those experiences are so valuable. And I got something completely different out of both of them. I, on FKTs, a majority of the time, like I'm only sleeping around, I would say like at most three hours a night uh, at one time. So I see the trail at night, early, early morning, late at late at night. Um, you know, the moon is high, the stars are out. I see different kinds of animals out there. I have these weird hallucinations where I think I see Bigfoot. It's not really Bigfoot, never actually seen Bigfoot, but it's like the trail is so much different, so much more different at those, those times. Um, and there's so much more you learn about yourself as well. I learned so much about who I am, how I can push my limits out there. Um, but then on through hikes, it's like, the community is really something that I valued during those like slower, those slower, like through hikes and backpacking. Um, so I, I don't really know how to answer the question as eloquently as some, I know Jeff probably had a lot to say about it. And I do have, if you don't mind, I do have like this little blurb from Scott Jurek that I'd like to read if that's okay. Yeah, go Absolutely. for it. Um, I think he really, he really talks about it in a way that I can't really explain, but he uh, said, for some people, many of whom announced their views loudly online, the Appalachian Trail is an opportunity for unplugging, for connecting to subtler rhythms of nature, for letting go of technology and submitting to forces beyond one's control. In the parlance of the decade, it's an invitation to be mindful and mindfulness for these people must be uncoupled from ambition. And so I thought that was, that was interesting. Uh, it kind of gives you insight a little bit of insight into the, what those people might be thinking. Um, but I, I think competition for some, that's, that's why people get out on the trail. And if we can have more people get out on the Appalachian trail respectfully in a way that's sustainable, of course, I think, I think that's the goal. But I mean, the trail has given so much to so many people, including me, and I would love to share it with more types of people, especially those who are out there for competition or not. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. That'd be great. Now I've, I've got to go through some comments we have here. Oh yeah. Really commenting as we've been going along and I've, I've been getting flack for the questions I asked you guys. Uh, John asks questions that folks who maintain the trail couldn't answer. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe just do my homework. People, uh, doc Watson love the fact that you were laughing at Jeremiah while he was answering his questions. <laughs> Uh, Jeff Peters says, Jeremiah is the epitome of the Washington generals, making the guests look good. Yeah, you're so. welcome. You're welcome. I did That's it. I did it for you. It wasn't because I didn't know the answers. <laughs> you knew every answer, didn't you, Jeremiah? Yeah, but you know, I had three to two, you know. You got, you got to do what Keep you got to do, man. So Pennsylvania Camp and Canoe said, I'm going to start recording SKT, slowest known times. Oh, go for it. Do it. Uh, 
some people <laughs> boots on the trail. Some people hallucinate and see Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> That's <a> scary sight. <laughs> oh, Jeff Peters. Uh, this is a good one. He said we need to get Tara and Jeff Garmeyer together and compare and contrast hallucinations. Yeah. That's oh yeah, talked about too when yeah. he was doing FKTs. Oh, oh yeah, it's so fun and vibrant and colorful and like exciting. <laughs> Wow. You don't have to be harming your like health. You don't have to do drugs to do it. So that's fun. <laughs> Lack of sleep and, and no energy. That'll do it every time. Oh yeah, that is true. There there is a lot of like health risks with FKTs. I forgot about that. <laughs> and well there's like a lot of sketchy stuff that goes on. <laughs> but in your defense, it's probably better than drugs. I mean you're oh, you're, so you're, oh, yes. yeah. you're so in true. great shape doing that. So true. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, I have to pull up a picture here and show people. If you guys want to, if you guys are wondering uh, just how like crazy in shape Tara is, check out the guns in this picture right here. Oh, God. Oh, God. Look at that, dude. She's stronger than me. Jeremiah, she could kick the crap out of us. She beats me in question. She'll beat me up in real life. Oh my gosh. If you're, if you're on the audio version of this, you didn't get to see this picture, but she's <laughs> flexing. And she's got like arms of steel. It's insane. Yeah, you gotta Absolutely go. Absolutely insane. Check out her Instagram. Look at those pics. Tara.dower. Absolutely. Like she's doing some crazy stuff. Well, okay, we do have a serious question though for you. So I want to make I sure I get this one in. I posted that I posted that like a year and a half ago. <laughs> Sorry, right. that just means they gotta go deep and like all your pictures as they go. That's right. That's right. We need to up we need to up the likes on her profile like right now <laughs> so um all things outdoor buddy of mine named jeremy uh he wants to know what do you use for a sleep system on an fkt yeah that's a great question because um there's a couple different types of fkts supported unsupported and self-supported and so for the mountains of sea trail and bet mckay and part of the colorado trail i was going supported but i went into the colorado trail wanting to go self-supported so difference between support and self-support is pretty explanational explanation oh gosh it's it's late y'all uh the explanatory yes oh i got gosh. your back you're good <laughs> but supported is where you have like you can have anyone come out to help you you just have to be self-propelled um and then Self-support is you're doing everything on your own. You're restocking on your own. And then unsupported is like no help at all. You can't, you can't restock your food supply. You have everything on your back right there and you're finishing the trail with what you have. So for half of the Colorado trail, I was going self-supported with a friend and she ended up dra dropping halfway through and I had to continue on supported because I was considered like emotional support since she was with me for half of it. Um, so for the first four and a half ish days of the Colorado trail, I was, I had everything on my back. I was restocking myself. And so for that, I used a Grima Gatewood Cape by Six Moon Designs. It is just the tarp and use that in a trekking pole. I used a Z light and I cut that in half. So all I needed was like my butt to like my neck covered. And then I used like a little pillow and then I put my legs on my pack. And then I had an enlightened equipment Enigma uh, quilt. And that's what I used. Wow. Gatewood yeah. cape. I just, I just Googled that just to check it out. What yeah, great... they're great. They're at Six Moon Designs. They make great gear that is a great price. I think a lot of mm -hmm. gear is getting a little expensive, but they yeah. have, they have, they make good gear that's a little more expensive if you want to like go up in like quality a little bit. But they also make very budget friendly gear. I love that about well, them. The buddy I hiked the Shiltoe Trace with, he actually used, uh, he used one of their tents. Mm. So I think it was a lunar yeah. solo. I think it's what. Oh used. yeah, that so. was like the top tent a couple of years ago. Yeah, I had yeah. one and used it for a while. I ended up selling it as a used item. This uh, mm -hmm. Gatewood Cape, love the name, awesome. Did you use it as a poncho? No, I ended up using. Um, oh, what did I use for the rain? Oh, oh, I guess I used. I had a modified um frog tog by leave outdoor oh, okay. company um so they modified it to make it even lighter what do you mean modified? oh wow somebody so modified he, a frog togs jacket to make it lighter never heard yeah. of this he's he's awesome there at leave he he really he's all about he helped me get my base weight down extremely low uh wow. he was a great 
great who is this um cameron from uh leve outdoor co leave outdoor co okay yeah he makes alpha hoodies alpha fleece hoodies oh those are nice yeah yeah he's real nice and what did he do backpack do you use when you're out there doing the fkt stuff yeah i use the nashville pack um they're a company out of nashville tennessee and they made me a really lightweight fun lime green pack all (laughs) with these fkts and like ultra races i also do ultra marathon races i try to like have fun with it so i'll wear glitter or i'll like color coordinate my outfits so i had a lime green pack and like this lime green cute like tennis skirt for the colorado trail and everyone's like what is the point of that skirt and i'm like there is none it's fun and that's all it is and but, i love but it do you run in crocs <laughs> oh no the jeff has me there <laughs> in he's, a baby stroller yeah you don't a little out there. i don't know i need to get on that though <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to circle back to the modifications. What did what exactly was the modifications on this rain jacket? Because is this just a basic like twenty dollar frog togs from Walmart, twenty five dollar? Yeah, so I think he cut it a little shorter. I think he modified the zipper to make it lighter. Um, excuse me. Um, oh, he put pit zips in there as well, oh, which is pretty nice. nice. You had um, the only frog tog with pit zips in the world, I bet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he he really did it up for me. Wow, that's awesome! Now I, I kind of want that frog talks jacket. Yeah, <laughs> you can you can pay. You said his name's Cameron. Yep, Cameron. You, you can pay Cameron. You can have one on your doorstep, John. I'm telling you, man, it, the temptation's there. You know how to get here in Kentucky, man. <laughs> oh, you got to have pit zips. I had a few questions you gotta for you. Got to have pit zips in Kentucky with when it rains. I had to write it's these not down. Working otherwise, while you were talking oh, okay. there. Oh, so, go ahead, John. No, I was going to say, we know the AT is your favorite trail. Yeah. We know. All you have to do is watch your channel. It's easy to figure that one out. Yeah. What, what's number two on your list that you've hiked? Mm. Colorado Trail, for sure. It is so beautiful. And it's honestly, some people might get mad at me. It's not like, it's a hard trail. It's difficult with the altitude, but it's, once you get over the altitude, it's not, it's, the Appalachian Trail is harder. If you pick like 300 miles on the Appalachian Trail, um, any, well, it's more like almost 500 at Colorado Trail. I don't know why I say 300. But if you pick like any 500 miles on the Appalachian Trail, I can guarantee that that's going to be harder than the Colorado Trail. Um, just because I feel like it's more technical on the AT. Uh, but Colorado Trail is just so beautiful. It's not as difficult. So it's, you're kind of like, um, going a little faster, you can get a lot of miles and it's just so beautiful. It's so I've beautiful. heard, I've heard the one catch about the Colorado trail is weather. Like mm-hmm. when it comes, it just comes quick and you're not, you just got to deal with it. That is so true. I totally like blanked on that. Yeah. The weather's sketchy, like the thunder, the lightning, the storms that, that is sketchy. You have to time when you go over those passes Otherwise, you might get in some real big trouble. <laughs> time and how? What do you mean? Hmm? What do you mean by you have to time it? Do you mean like uh, there's a certain part of the day that the storms are going to hit and you're Yeah, ahead? yeah. Like when it gets hotter um, around like noonish to three, you really, you don't want to be on a pass. Uh-huh. Storms can just rush in and like be over you and you're completely exposed. You might be the tallest thing out there and then you're getting struck by lightning and nobody mm-hmm. wants that. Yeah. yeah that I would agree. be kind of negative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that might ruin a trip a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I had a buddy who did it and he was telling me, uh, he's hiking on one of the, one of the overlooks or whatever. And he said, he said, it looked like the storm was way off in the distance. It was blowing mm-hmm. away from him. And he mm-hmm. said within 10 minutes, it was on top of him. And it was yeah. sleet. Yeah. He said, you're, you're running down the mountain as quick as yeah. you can trying to get under trees. Yeah. Yeah. The tree line is a comfort for sure. I totally forgot about the weather though. Yeah. Altitude in the weather is definitely the sketchy thing with the Colorado trail. Man. Well, okay. Yeah. We got a great question here for you since we're on these long trails. How fast do you think you could go on the Tahoe Rim Trail? Oh, I don't know. How far is the Tahoe Rim Trail? Is it a couple hundred miles? Had to give it yeah, a quick goog. Tahoe Rim great. Trail. And also the altitude. What's the or the altitude and the elevation? 
The eight official trailheads create segments that range from 12 to 33 miles. You can chip away at the 165-mile loop through 14 different day hikes. Let me look at the elevation for you. Looks like the elevation, it uh, ranges, but about 6,200 feet at the outlet of Lake Tahoe to 10,300 feet at Relay Peak in Nevada. So pretty wide hmm. range there. Yeah, I don't know how fast I could do that. I've never, ever been over there or seen any part of that trail. If it was just like a flat trail, 160 miles, like if it was completely flat, which this obviously isn't, maybe like, ooh, maybe like 40, 50 hours. Wow. Hour. If, it was completely if it was completely flat. Yeah. I would say that. And that's without stopping? You just go the whole 40 hours? I think so. I think so. Yeah. But maybe. no, no sleep. Yeah. I did a backyard ultra. I did 170 miles and it's a format. The backyard ultras it's four, four miles every hour on the hour. And all you have to do is just start your at the, the beginning of the hour, you have to finish the four miles. And then whatever time you have left over, you can sleep, you can eat, you can choose what to do with the remaining hour. Um, and I went, was it 42 hours and 170 miles? I think it was. Is this, is that a David Goggins Holy thing? Cow. I feel like I heard him <laughs> or Lex Friedman talking about this, the four miles yeah. over four hours. Oh yeah. It, it started by, I think it started by Laz, um, out of Tennessee. I might be totally butchering that or making that up, but yeah, I think he started that backyard format. It's just a fun little, little Run around with friends, run around the park with friends. Just Jerry, fun. your idea of fun and my idea of fun, yeah. I don't think they match up real well. That doesn't sound fun to me. 42 hours of just running. That just, I mean, it's impressive. I'm just saying, um, wow, that's nuts. That is yeah. nuts. Well, somebody just asked a question I was going to ask you. And so I'm going to go ahead and throw it up here because I think this is a great question. Is Tara down to do the Barkley Marathon? Always. Just, I need to be invited. Somebody needs to invite me. What's up with Garmeyer? He's done it. Has like he? Two or three times. He's been now. in it yeah. twice, I think. Well, yeah. I, I need to talk with him, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. You need to get invited because I think <laughs> I think it'd be fun to hear your stories if you went and did that. Oh, I would love to do that. I try to introduce you all on Instagram. He's super active on there. And then you all can figure out a way to finagle you in. I met him at uh Havelina one hundred this past October. He was dressed as a um one of the characters from Braveheart. <laughs> that sounds like him. <laughs> I saw those. I saw, he was wearing a kilt, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! I remember. I remember seeing those pictures. You know, there's just something so different funny. about you, FKT people. I know Jason Wish. I know Ricky Vandegrift. Now you, Jeff Garmeyer, and there's. <laughs> There's always, I don't know where that switch is in the brain or what it is that's different. There's something different about you guys. I mean, I like it. It's just, <laughs> it's a little bit crazy, and its I don't think it's in me. Hey, that yeah, hiking, I, that hiking I guy just said, I got invited, but I told him I had an appointment. Oh. <laughs> he didn't get invited. <laughs> he did not get invited. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to ask her about um, in 2017 what happened on the AT because it sounded like oh. you fell in love with it, but you said AT. You said I went two different years on the AT, but you said I only done the AT once. Whenever we were talking off yeah. air, so will you tell me a little bit about the humble beginnings? Yeah, so I um, this might be a little serious, but I had a panic attack 80 miles in, mm -hmm. and I woke up. I had a migraine. I felt like something was sitting, like an elephant was sitting on my chest. I couldn't breathe, and I just had this tunnel vision. And the couple of days before, I was just like having a lot of anxiety that I've never experienced before, um, and that's just kind of been my relationship with trails and where at the point I'm at right now is where it's not like I don't have anxiety. I just have ways of dealing with it. Um, and the trails have really helped me with that. Um, now having done so many looking back at that period of time, I was not, I was not, um, caring for myself or caring for my brain or mind. I was just kind of letting myself spiral and think about worst case scenario. 
And I had that panic attack. I really thought at the time, because I had never felt that chest pain before, I thought something was wrong with me. So I went to the doctor, I got off trail, went to a doctor and he said, yeah, that's panic attack. That's symptoms of panic attack. And, um, just thought maybe it would be best for me to just figure that out and maybe go back at a time where I felt more comfortable. And that happened to be a time where my husband wanted to go with me too. So I thought that was perfect. He was a great advocate for me, um, as far as my anxiety goes. And, uh, we had a great time. I think I was definitely meant to through hike with him in 2019. It was, we met some of our lifelong friends, my best friend, Rascal, um, our really good friend, uh, Flipper. I mean, I was, I'm so thankful for that experience. Well, and for people who are wondering, uh, if you saw the picture on the countdown as we were getting ready to start the live stream mm-hmm. earlier on, that was Tara and her husband. And you said you guys got married in 2018 and like six months later you were on the AT, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Honeymoon on the trail. <laughs> That's just well, awesome. There's, That's just I, awesome. I did the Camino de Santiago with my wife oh, yeah. and that was about six weeks that we were over in Europe. And it's just something that you can't describe. Like my wife and I had already been together for like 12 or 13 years and married for around seven or eight of them at that point. But still, even after knowing each other for that long and like living life together, there's something indescribable about the quality time that you get away from all the distractions and just like mm-hmm. literally enveloping yourself in a community. It's like you, it's kind of like a little insulation bubble that nobody can mm-hmm. tap into And then Mm -hmm. you create so many memories and that bond is so tight. I'm curious, have you been able to, to drag him along for any of the FKT stuff? Yeah, no, not really. And I think he would, but he were, uh, he's in the military right now. He's in the Navy. That's why we live in Virginia beach. Otherwise we'd be somewhere in the mountains. So he doesn't really get that much time off. Uh, usually his FKTs are quite stressful and, I don't blame him for wanting to like actually have a nice vacation <laughs> with his leave, <laughs> yeah. his limited leads days, then come and help me with something where I'm probably crying or like asking for food or asking, <laughs> asking for unnecessary items. <laughs> That's great. Hey, somebody actually asked about food on here. I want to, I want to throw this out to you and see what you say. What is like, what is your caloric intake for that kind uh, of output when you're doing an FKT? Yeah. So um it, i used to be quite when i was on the oh man this is a long history mounds of sea trail did not eat well i wish i had this picture for y'all to throw up on the screen but about it's a 1175 mile trail and i thought it'd be a great idea to be a vegetarian out there and i wasn't eating proper foods i was eating like like little debbie's snacks and like that was my food and like also like some some nutrient foods but i by the end of it i had lost so much weight my gums and my lips were white and i was very iron deficient um and i couldn't run at all it got to a point where i couldn't even run or walk fast otherwise i felt like i was gonna faint so when i did the bet mckay trail i was like okay we're gonna like figure this nutrient thing out and went in there having all these plans for how much calories i needed like 300 calories an hour um i need like this amount like 1500 at dinner i need this this and if i didn't get that i was like oh I'm going to like die again. It's going to be terrible. (laughs) Like something bad's going to happen. But then I feel like I've kind of narrowed it down. I I haven't, I'm not as um, strict with it anymore, like the Bet McKay trail. And I'm not as uh, lenient with it. Like the mounds of sea trail on the Colorado trail. I felt like it was the perfect balance. I wasn't stressing over not having enough, but I still was eating. I felt like I was eating a good amount. And so I try to stay, I try to eat, all the time, like throughout, if I don't eat in an hour, I know I'm off. So I try to eat something every hour. Um, and I don't really count calories, but I just try to like, remember to eat as much as I can. So are you going for calorically dense, nutrient dense type foods? Like what kind of foods are you doing to take, keep that up for that whole time? Yeah. 
um whatever aldi has as far as like i I'm, i don't make a lot of money which is fine i've chosen this lifestyle but aldi's is great they have great like protein bars i don't really know what they're called um but i also use something that was big trick for me um tailwind i started using another brand i use first endurance right now but on the colorado trail i use tailwind's recovery mix and that has a lot of calories it's easy to digest because it's a drink uh it had all the nutrients in it but now i i use first endurance for my recovery drinks and that has enough nutrients and calories like i mentioned you still do the vegetarian thing no, no. no. Oh, you swore? <laughs> no. Okay. That, that was the no. fastest answer of any question we've asked you tonight. You gave it so a try. Dumb. I just, you know, I don't, and I know people are successful with it. Like Scott Jerk did the entire Appalachian Trail FKT with a vegetarian diet, but I am not a healthy vegetarian and I'm not really sure what I'm doing as a vegetarian. And I don't think I'm willing to like dive headfirst into it. So I don't think that's for me so when, when you were having white gums and all this stuff you said you were iron deficient were you just like craving a steak or a cheeseburger or something like that the whole time a good mcdonald's nugget a good mcdonald's, McDonald's chicken nugget yeah wow. what i was craving I was saying, it, had to be meat. it had to be meat at that point There's yeah no I, I don't that. know if i don't know if that's meat though <laughs> but i was craving that it might be ligaments and <laughs> cartilage yeah like that do so. you when it's you definitely do, from a chicken. <laughs> when you do the FKT stuff, do you track your weight before and after? Uh, no. I take pictures. Like, I took a picture of after the Mountains of Sea Trail, and that was pretty a big a big contrast from the beginning. But I don't track my weight. No. Okay, I'm really. just curious. We got. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big University of Kentucky basketball fan, and I know our our subscribers and listeners are probably at nausea tired of hearing me talk about him but anyway we have a, a coach and he keeps claiming that's this, this player like he'd be like trey mitchell after the after the last game he he had lost 12 pounds or he, he lost eight pounds and it's you know it's a 40 minute game and he's at he's playing 30 35 minutes and I, <laughs> well i think he's losing water weight because you can you yeah. know wrestlers and people that cut weight you know you can cut a lot of weight really quick i was just curious you know we when whenever we got back from the camino i ate whatever i wanted all day long you know you could have adult beverages as much as you want it didn't really matter how many calories you took in you're just burning so many that you just can't replace them and i figure you're burning even more even though it's a shorter period of time you know for mm -hmm. the same amount of miles i figure you're burning even more so i was just curious if you know, you got done and you're like, yeah, I'm going to have to bulk up after this. I lost like <laughs> 22 pounds on that last FKT. I tell you what, my legs are real muscular. So I wonder if like it's being offset by like the muscle too. It oh, might be. I bet you're yeah. right. Yeah. Because you got to feed those muscles when you're doing that hike. So yeah. 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 <laughs> that makes sense. That totally makes sense. Okay. So Tara, when I emailed you everything about what's going on tonight, I did tell you there was one question that you were going to have to answer. And <laughs> I, I'm telling you right now, they were already asking about it 15, 20 minutes ago. <laughs> and, and that question here, okay, here's, here it is right here. Okay, it's that time again. <laughs> so Tara, you've been on a lot of different trails. Do you have a really good poop story for us? Yeah, I do. I was thinking of this with my husband earlier in the car and we kind of unanimously decided this was definitely the story to tell. Um, so I'll just start, but we were in the Smokies and if you've hiked through the Smokies as a through hiker, um, you can't stay in the shelters unless, um, you know, there's the person that like reserved it isn't in there or if it's not full. So we got to the shelter. It was raining. It was stormy. It was, it was, it was such a bad storm. Uh, turns out we all ended up cramming in there because it was such a violent storm. There's no way that like we were sending anyone out there, but with it being so crammed, everyone hung up their clothes all over the place. The place is packed with people just like in each other's space. Something was bound to happen. Well, 
our friend Flipper got norovirus and he got it the next day and he was really bad, but he only had like a couple instances of throwing up the next day me and my husband got it really bad uh and this was like poop and throw up uh well not so much throw up anymore it was it was it was more poop but then our friend dustin got it and he was both he was a double headed dragon poop and throw up all the time but when we got it, we were hiking up to Max Patch. And so we were ending our day up there and I just couldn't stop. I couldn't, I was just like lava. It was so bad. But oh, at the top, my lava. goal, one of my, like, one of the bucket list things was to camp on top of Max Patch. And at the time it was allowed. I don't think it's allowed anymore. I don't know. Yeah, it's closed recently. for a little while still. Yeah. So in 2019 it was allowed. So it was like, we we're up there. I was like, this is the thing I want to do. Well, I still had like i was still having a lot of symptoms of neurovirus and we didn't have anywhere to go and i was like i need to go now so jonathan like ran with me down the hill a little bit and i was if you know max patch it's very open like there's no mm -hmm. trees there's not a lot of trees and so we just went on the side of this this hill with these briars and I couldn't stand up on my own. I felt so weak. And I also was on the side of a hill. So I grabbed his ankles. Keep in mind, we're only six months married and we didn't get to this point in our relationship yet where we we're pooping in front of each other, uh, farting, but not pooping. And so I was like, I need your help. So I held on to his ankles and I just, it just released. And I was like moaning and groaning. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and he everything he heard everything and it was so embarrassing <laughs> and that's my poop story i did wake up in the middle of the night and uh had to throw out some underwear it was terrible like it lasted just a day but it was the worst the worst day but it was beautiful max patch is beautiful but it was also kind of like the worst day ever that is oh. a fantastic <laughs> story <laughs> yes wow wow yeah man it, listen i don't know if other other guests are gonna be able to keep up with that one that's it that was impressive yeah that deserves wow. applause my my suffering is everyone else's entertainment I'm oh my goodness <laughs> and we thank Dang you it. for that <laughs> we're so thankful that you decided to share that with us that was great that's a top five yeah, our friend Dustin the next day got it the worst out of everyone. He couldn't stop both sides. Couldn't stop. We were hiking oh. into hot springs and we we're like, we want that breakfast at the diner. We have to get there. We're not stopping. So he just like, he had to like put his head down and just, he looked pale, poor guy. Like I could at least hike efficiently somewhat. He just wasn't looking good at all. I'm Wait, glad somebody just there. said, that relationship will last though if a man can help you through that <laughs> he sure did he, sure did. he wouldn't you know you look got though. a good one you know you yeah. got a good one five years yeah. later still around yeah right. exactly it well, you gotta think it's only uphill from there right yeah well it's yeah. only gonna go up you know you're not you... <laughs> that was my low for sure we figured out a lot about each other on that trip I yeah. wonder how many yeah. untold poop stories there's going to be from this person that was sick in that shelter, crammed full of people. <laughs> I mean, I bet, I bet there's two dozen terrible oh. poop story as a result of you said Sonora virus. Yeah, I never it, even it heard of that. So crazy. Well, there was this kid who thunder thighs, who had his little warty feet, like the the shelters double decker and he had his feet hanging over the side of it he's just a kid thunder thighs and he had his warty feet in my face oh. maybe it was something to do with that probably not it's usually water but like dude that's <laughs> your warty feet out of my face <laughs> warty, warty feet so literally poop and warty feet this is yeah. great yeah <laughs> <laughs> you can, really? if you have warty feet don't put them over the edge like you can have warty feet just like put socks on or something i don't know I mean, that's fair just that's feel, fair we lived through some ptsd right there i mean I know. that was I know. rough this is almost like counseling for tara this is <laughs> so, 
So Tara, why don't you let everybody know how they can find you online, your social accounts and YouTube and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I have a YouTube channel called Tara Treks, T-A-R-A-T-R-E-K-S. And I talk about backpacking and through hiking, the Appalachian Trail mostly. But I also have been starting to post videos about my FKTs. So I film my escapades. You can like literally see me like mid exhaustion, maybe hallucinating a Bigfoot. Um, and I also post about my ultra races. So I do like hundred mile races through the woods and that's also fun. And Instagram is Tara.Dower, T-A-R-A dot D-O-W-E-R. And then I'm on TikTok, but I don't really do much on there. I just, it's fun for me. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. It listen, and if if you guys are watching right now, like go to her her channel on YouTube and watch the videos that she does every year for the upcoming mm -hmm. Appalachian Trail season. Yeah, I know Chris Acone, who's in the who's in the chat room right now, is on this year's video, and uh, there's a lot of just really cool people that are going out there and going to give it a try this year. Uh, mm -hmm. I hope they all make it because the percentages are rough. It's hard. The yeah. Appalachian Trail is a very difficult trail. So, yeah. but it's really cool that you do that every year. That's actually yeah. how I found your channel in the first yeah. place was that video. So, uh, it's just awesome to have you on here. We really appreciate you agreeing to do this and hang out with us dorks. Yeah. And, uh, tell us all about your trip. It's been so much fun. Oh, we've right. had a great time with well, you for sure. I just, uh, I would love to have you back on sometime. If you are, willing. Oh, yeah. you don't have to answer now. You might want to think about it. Not be too busy. I would love to. All well, right. And, and, and here's the thing. In August, we haven't even really talked about this. Mm -hmm. In August, you're doing something pretty big. Yeah, I'm going for the FKT. I'm going for the overall FKT on the Appalachian Trail. I'm starting in August and going southbound. So I'm also going to vlog that, but not in real time because that's just too much work. Oh, no way. I got to no focus. <laughs> No way. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. We can't wait. Maybe we can get you on in the fall and you can give us like the the rundown of how it went and uh, mm -hmm. the results and all that kind of stuff. We can share some of that video and uh, it, that would it be might great. be it might be amazing and it might be great and everything, but it also might be a disaster. And that's a story that's worth telling just as much if it was, uh, you know, a new FKT. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> We'd love to have you on. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Thank you, guys. So if you don't mind hanging out in the green room for just a few minutes, we're going to close this thing out and uh, we'll get with you in just a minute. Thanks. Jeremiah, come on, man. Candy mama. Dude, she was awesome. Wow. What a great guest. She was awesome. Yeah. I, it's always fun. We get new people on here. We haven't had on the, on the show before, you know, and I'm really enjoying talking to FKT hikers. They're beasts, dude. I don't know what's in them. They got that. They got to exercise those demons or something. I don't know what it is. There's something yeah, in there. Like us, dude. They're half crazy. It's the crazy. That's I love it, it, man. I love it. Like, like every time we have Jeff on here, he cracks me up. Oh and, yeah, dude. I mean, and and Tara, man, lava poop and <laughs> forty feet. I'm <laughs> never gonna think of those two things the same ever again. It's a good T-shirt, ain't it? It's not possible. So, Jeremiah, who do we have on the show next week? That's what I was just looking at, man. I got it on my calendar here. Should I give you uh, the next two guests or just next week? Oh, let's go for the next two. Let's the see next what's coming two? up here. Okay. If you want to check out the live stream, February 26th, 2024, we're having none other than Kyle Hates Hiking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's coming back. I'm bringing the sensor button. He's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be on the live stream and uh i think we're gonna have a great time man i think it's gonna be fun uh, he's always a fun guest it's yeah always good to have him then on the here. next week this will be march the 4th uh we have on david gray oh my gosh oh, i got to hang OG, out man yes he is an og got to hang out with him at lbl we got to uh ride in those overlanding trucks together and just to have so much fun, man. I can't wait to ask him on air about being a college kicker. He was a college kicker. Yeah, Division One. Division One, man. He yeah. is a beast. He's a brute. He looks He's like a, a linebacker is what he looks. He doesn't look like a kicker. He looks like a linebacker. He likes taking pictures. He likes making videos. I can't wait to talk to him more. And you know what else he has, Jeremiah? What's that? He just recently got merch. 
Oh, I didn't know he had David yes. Gray merch. And guess who still doesn't have merch, Jeremiah? I don't know who. You. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> we gotta get true. on that, man. Got, uh, it, now, now I told people I said by this summer we're gonna have backpacking podcast merch. Oh, I have the first T-shirt, man. I wasn't even kidding. I'm dead serious. It's coming. Jeremiah and I we're gonna start working on this stuff. We're gonna make it look good, and uh, you'll be able to get your hands on some stickers and some T-shirts and some fun stuff. Dude, so I, I want to tell you one coming. phrase. One phrase. I want to be. I want to. I want put on a shirt. Let's hear it. Tell me about your poop or something like that. <laughs> Tell me about your poop story. Let me hear your, your poop, poop story. story. We'll have to brainstorm a little bit, the correct phrasing. Yeah. Do you have a good poop story? Something like that because it, it just embodies the spirit of the podcast. But, yeah, it I've really had a fun does. show, it's man. It's a shame that that's what embodies our podcast. <laughs> yeah, what it poop. Is. Backpacking podcast equals poop. That's another good uh-huh. one. <laughs> basically. Basically. So, Jeremiah, it's been a good night. We're back to doing live streams. Yeah. We'll be doing this until May. Is that right? May. Yep. Thanks, everybody, for joining us for yet another se- season seven, I believe, unless my numbers are off. Season seven. Season seven starts in the fall. We're still season six. Oh, we're still season six. Never mind. We're still season six. Please we had, we had the mid-season break. Mid-season break. Season six of the Backpacking Podcast. It's here. We're live. Thank you, everybody. It is. So thanks for tuning in, guys. We will catch you guys on the next one. Yeah. Adios, folks. Adios.